Hello and welcome to the eTalk 21 Sports Podcast for July 13th. My name is Eric, the man behind eTalk 21 Sports. How's everyone doing today? Do we have a good weekend? It was nice to have multiple sports. We had MLS alive and well, UFC, NASCAR has been putting out a great product, we have golf, we have horse racing. You know, stuff slowly but surely starting to come back. But here's the thing. If we aren't responsible, then stuff is not going to come back. And us as a society need to respect social distance, wearing a mask, and everything like that. Because if we don't, stuff is just going to respite. We can see it in Arizona, Florida, California, and even where I am in Illinois. People are not respecting it. They're having gatherings, they're having parties, they're going to the beach, and people get one person just infects somebody. I mean, I'm supposed to go visit my parents in August, and I'm scared shitless about going to visit them just because I don't know what is going to happen. What am I going to see? What happens if, you know, somehow I have and I give it to them? I would never, I would never forgive myself. So you, we have to be responsible. We have to wear the mask. I'm not going to lie, like, my new favorite thing is going on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, and watching these videos of you see these just psychopaths who think they're too entitled to wear a ma- to wear a mask. Oh, I have a health condition. I have asthma. I have some of the worst lungs in the world. And if I'm able to wear a mask, your entitled ass is going to be fine wearing a mask. So um, I had some people DM me about why I'm betting first half no goal. Well, A, I'm getting insane odds. B, even if I lose the two ones today, I'm still going to have an ROI. So my thing is betting those if the R lowers my ROI point since the odds are so great. I would much rather bet something like that with a low risk, high reward than when I see these buffoons who do three par a three-team parlay that barely make even money. To me, if anyone does that, that's basically me telling them telling me they don't know what they're doing. I'm sorry, but I've been in this game for a while. I've used the money in this game to, you know, own businesses, buy rental units. I use this money to provide for my family, so I know what the hell I'm talking about. You know, you guys can come at me with a hate, but at the end of the year, I'm making money doing this. Few people can say that. So I obviously know what I'm doing, and I can tell you guys right now, doing a three-team parlay that's chalk and you get less ROI than a normal parlay, yeah, you may make one, but you're going to lose more than you make. And if if you're not tracking it, you won't know that. I track all my bets. I know I have to update my spreadsheets. It's been a hellish, hellish just grinding here, but... If you're not updating your spreadsheets, you won't see what I'm talking about. Because a lot of people, oh, I win, I win, I win. Update your spreadsheet. See it. I provided the people that have asked me with my ROA. And, you know, it's plus units betting the no bull. Speaking about the weekend, oh, my God. So my dad's a CPA. That's why I'm good with numbers. My dad, I got my dad's numbers game. And I'm here doing my taxes. and Oh, my God. I was about ready to throw my computer through the window numerous times. My taxes are such a pain in the ass. And my dad was like, 
you know, I'm not going to be here all the time. You eventually have to do this by yourself, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, okay, I'll just pay someone to do them. And then he's like, oh, what's the matter? You can't do them yourself. And anyone that knows me, if someone challenges me like that, I'm definitely going to say, hey, I'm going to do it myself. Biggest mistake of my life. I mean, I killed two days trying to effing do my taxes. And it sucked. But I finally got him done late last night, even though I thought I was done twice before. And yeah, I'm definitely going to pay someone next year. But just like with how, when you're in my position, how you have to claim your infill, claim your income is just kind of rough. But anyway, um, I finished up my Gino Bacala NBA preview. Again, thank you to Gino for coming on. At Gino Bacala on Twitter and Instagram. The preview of the Western Conference is there. Thank you, Gino, for always supporting me and having me come on your show. Great follow. Knows his horse game. Knows his basketball. Knows his MLB. Knows his college football and NFL. Knows his stuff. Great follow. If you guys aren't following Gino, please make sure you go give him a follow. Um, Today's show, I'm going to talk a little bit about UFC. UFC 251, obviously, was the big thing that came up. And then, also, we are going to have a special guest, a friend of the show, stop by. And her and I are going to talk a little NBA, a little WNBA, a little college football. Just just shoot the shit about sports a little bit. So first of all, let me hop into this UFC thing. So Uncle Dana came out and he said his thing about Max Holiday losing it to the judges. Here's the thing. I have been saying this for a while. UFC judges, they're going to be the downfall of the sport. The judging has been awful event after event after event after event after event and it just so happens you know i've been on the wrong side a couple times but i mean you look at my girl angie hill she got screwed earlier in the car zanlaski he got screwed everyone had him winning the fight and some judge had him losing the fight 30 27 in what world did he lose that fight 30 27 he dominated and the only reason Dana White scares is talking about it, excuse me, is now one of the big main dogs, Max, in the co-main event, he got it. He got screwed by the judges. That's the only reason why he is talking about it. If it's any of these minor guys, he doesn't care. And he seriously is going to have to look and he's going to have to do something. And he always says, well, don't leave it to the judges. I mean, these guys are out here battling five rounds, three rounds. And they can't always submit or knock them down just because the other person's defensive game is too good, chin's too good, whatever. But if they dominate a fight and they get screwed, I mean, that affects the betting handle, that affects DraftKings, fantasy, and that also affects the fighter's personal life because it's a huge payday difference, win or lose. And that's what us as fighters, as us as consumers, need to be aware that these guys' lives change financially, win or lose. And our lives change financially if we better or fancy or whatever. But this is a huge problem. I've been saying this for years. And I'm glad Dana White is finally starting to acknowledge it's a problem because it could take down the UFC like it took down boxing. Boxing was huge back in the day. But the corrupt judging cost it. And that's what's going to happen to UFC. Also... Another thing with UFC 251, I'm not going to lie, I wasn't going to order the card. I was just going to watch it the next day when I was on the bike. That was it. But when Jorge 
when he got added, hell yeah, dude. I'm definitely going to watch that dude. So I that's why I bought it. And it's going to be interesting to see how many people, because I'm going to set up a poll, would have bought the fight if Jorge wasn't on it. Because I know if he wasn't on it, I wasn't going to buy the fight. I only bought it because he was on it. And that pay-per-view did over 1.3 million buys. So what other UFC fighter taking a fight on short notice would have done that? Probably nobody. So when Jorge comes out there and he says he wants to get paid rightfully slow, those numbers support that he should get paid. 1.3 buys, one that's million too, on a pay-per-view is huge. And that's all because of him. Because I guarantee those people aren't aren't doing it because of Usman. So that's just something to think about. Also, there's going to be three more, excuse me, not three more, two more fight cards from UFC Fight Island. And I'm not going to lie, I was a little disappointed. I thought there was going to be a cage on the beach. Oh my God, that would have been awesome. But that would have been way too hot because it's like 100 degrees there. But I will will give Dana credit where credit is due. He does, He is providing entertainment and sports for betting and DFS during this tough times. So I will give him credit. And, you know, if someone tests positive, they've been doing it. There hasn't been a big outbreak. So obviously, whatever he's doing, he's doing well. Unlike the WWE, where it's been rumored there's been 44 people that have tested positive. Are you kidding me? And that's what I'm worried about with this NBA bubble. And we'll get, me and the special guest will get into that in a little bit. That someone is going to bring someone in the bubble and it's going to be exposed in an outbreak. I mean, look at that guy from the Kings. I'm spacing on his name. He he had takeout food. He got takeout food and boom, now he's got quarantine. Just something that stupid. He got takeout food and now he has to quarantine. How dumb can you be? And I also want to know what the hell he got too. Okay, so now it's time for today's special guest. And we are welcoming Shy back to the show. Shy from Eyes Sports. Shy, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Um, I'm getting by. I'm getting by. How is the ATL with uh, quarantine and opening up and stuff? Um, it's been crazy. Actually, the mayor Keisha Lance Bottom she just um, put out an, an announcement that um, they're trying to make Atlanta go back to phase one for where everybody can stay at home. So it's kind of it's kind of crazy. I think if everybody just wear their mask like we're supposed to, then we can kind of better oh of course and i'm not gonna lie like my new guilty pleasure is watching people get kicked out of stores on (laughs) social media who don't wear their mask i think those are the best videos to watch i love those love those so we're going to talk a little wnba a little uh nba and a little uh pro football because both okay. you and I are a little apprehensive that college football is even going to be played this year. Um, right. So let's jump into the WNBA. What do you think of the bubble the WNBA has um, has set up? Um, well, the, the WNBA, they are currently at um, IMG in Florida, and they kind of are taking the same protocols, like, I mean, the same protocols as the NBA and the MLB. Each team can bring 12 players and six staff members it's kind of the same as it could it's the same as the regular season the playoffs would still be a single elimination game for the first and the second round and then five game series for the semifinals and the WNBA finals I think 
I want them to play because I'm excited to see a few teams play, but I'm not really sure that they will um, finish the season out. Kind of the same with the NBA. I'm hoping, but I'm not. I'm still kind of unsure about it. Um, is there any players in particular this year that you're interested in seeing play in the WNBA? Yes, the number one draft pick, um, Sabrina. Um, she was drafted by the Seattle by the Seattle Storm. I'm I'm really excited to see her play because she's an all around player. She can shoot the three. She can go. She can um, drive to the basket. She can defend. She can do everything. So I'm really excited about her. And also, of course, I'm an LA sports fan. I'm always excited to see my team play. And Sabrina, she she had the ties with Kobe Bryant, right? Yeah, she um, actually spoke at his um, memorial. So that's another reason why I'm really excited to see her because she worked out with Gigi a lot as well. Okay. Okay. Now, do you know if she's still keeping in contact with the family or? Oh yeah, she made a TikTok with um their Kobe oldest daughter. Okay. Um, like a week ago, and they put it on Instagram. So yeah, she's still in contact with. Oh them. wow, that's that's really cool. Um. Mm-hmm. So, looking at the WNBA now, hopefully, fingers crossed, they can finish the season. Is there any like what teams do you think can win it all or? Like do well. Um, Seattle, Seattle have they have Sue Bird, they have the Sabrina, and they also have Brianna Stewart. So that's a really that's a huge three, not even the big three. That's a huge three. Then also with Phoenix, Phoenix they made the Phoenix Mercury made they made the trade with um, Dallas Wings, and they got Skylar Diggins. So now they have Diana Taurasi, Skylar Diggins, and also Brittany Griner. So that's another huge three. Um, before before this even happened, the Sparks had a, had a really great team. They made a couple trades, and they also got some additional pieces during the offseason. But to be honest, a lot of players, they didn't go from the Sparks team, so I'm not sure what they look like. And also with the Las Vegas Aces, they look pretty good too. So probably either one of those teams. Now, I read, like, because Diggins, she's coming back from a pregnancy. Uh-huh. Um, do you think she is going to play? Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's there. She's she's going to play, and her, Dana Taurasi and Brittany Griner. Like, I'm not sure if anybody can beat them healthy. Yeah, that's a pretty, uh, pretty juicy threesome right there. I mean, those right. two are pretty good. Those three are pretty good together. Um, do you feel because Diggins has been away from the sport? She's been away since what? Uh, the eighteen. Eighteen. Do you think? How many games do you think it'll take for her to kind of get back in swing? I, I think I think with the quarantine, everybody was kind of working out. Um, so I, I think I think she'll be fine. When you're when you're a, a pro athlete and you get paid for what you love to do, I think it. I, I don't think it'll take that long to get back in the swing of things. Okay. Now let me let me ask you this because this is something like I've been I've personally gone back and forth with, and a lot of people like don't know like my backstory um and i'll get into that later but if you were would would you go down there and play like i'm gonna give you different scenarios um if you had if you're in a contract year would you Mm -hmm. go down there and play i would you okay if um you had a kid that had um Something like asthma, you know, diabetes. Would you go down there? Um, no. Um, 
that's Avon Brad. That's a good. That's a good example because Avon Bradley's son, he had some kind of um disorder or I, I I don't know what it is, but that's the reason why he didn't go and play because of his child. Yep, yep. And I mean, for me now, we'll we're gonna jump into the NBA right now. Um, I know for me, I have been going back and forth. I um I was a pretty high basketball recruit way back in the day I, like, Tom Izzo actually was in my living room trying to pitch me to go to Michigan State and I played in this um, all-star game and I mean I really didn't have to play in it but I wanted to play in it and my ankle bone on my right side came out of the skin I lost oh, wow. my vertical and my quick first step so I mean that totally changed my path in life and you look at someone like Isaiah Thomas, who put it all on the line for the uh, Celtics, and he got that uh-huh. hip injury. And, I mean, he should be making $100 million, but now he doesn't even have a job right now because the Clippers cut him. Yes. And then Boogie Cousins, I mean, Boogie was having that huge year at the Pellies. And what was it, Achilles? Yeah, he told us Achilles, yeah. And, I mean, he, he's, he, Lankers haven't picked him back up yet. So I really... As someone that had an injury change their life, I don't know if I would have gone. To, I don't know if I would go down there. Well, with the injury, I, I think that's a little, that's a little different. But if I if if I was healthy and it was my contract, yeah, I would definitely go because there there would be a lot of people, a lot of um, recruiters and coaches looking for future talent for the next year. So I probably would go. And also, like like I did say in the beginning, well, a few seconds ago. That when you when you love what you do, then it's kind of a different story. Cause so I'm I'm sure I'm sure if I was playing basketball, I would love playing basketball because I'd be getting paid millions of dollars to play basketball. So of mm-hmm. course I would go. Yeah, I mean I I love basketball too, and I I mean just from my experience, I mean I just don't know. And I there's been some big name people that have opted not to play. Obviously, um, yeah. you mentioned one, Avery Bradley. I personally feel that was the one that surprised me the most just because he was kind of look, looked at, he was like a forgotten guy in the NBA and LeBron right. really want, uh, really sought after him to play and he was playing great for your, for your team because you're a Laker mm-hmm. girl. And I think him not being there, I think that's a huge loss because you lose that three-pointer that the 3D guy that can shoot, and you also lose a great wing defender. I want. Do you know if he called LeBron? I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he called LeBron. Uh, every player in the NBA has so much respect for LeBron, especially when you play on his team. And LeBron is a great leader, so I'm sure LeBron was keeping in contact with the team throughout the whole pandemic or when the NBA was um, shut down. So I'm sure they talked about it. Okay. All right. Yeah. I just. I don't know, like, that one was the one that really stuck out for me. Um, also, Victor Oladipo is going down there, and he's not playing? I, I, For me, I would be pissed if I went to practice, this guy's lighting me up in practice, then he doesn't go to a game. I mean, that one I, is really weird for me. And the more I think about it, I kind of think he's leaving. And those rumors of him going to uh, Miami are true. What do you think? Um, that'd be a great look for Miami. Um, Old Depot and um, 
Damian Butler going to be great. Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know. He's a hometown kid. I, I don't know about that one. And I was actually thinking if, Bre- if Bradley Beal played, the Wizards could have made a run. That's another big guy who's not playing. Yes, I kind of kind of figured I kind of figured Bradley Beal was going to play, though. Oh, really? I thought, I mean, he was playing at such a high level. I just figured he was going to go. No, I, well, I, I think he know that the Wizards, I think he know that the Wizards don't, don't really have a chance, so I, I guess he's just... Decided not to not play. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's hop through these teams and let's just give our quick thoughts about these teams. Um, you want? Let's start in the Eastern Conference. Obviously, we got my boys, the Bucks. I mean, I just kind of feel like they just match up good with everybody, and I mean, they're good against the good teams and dominate the bad teams. They may not lose a game. Until the conference finals, what what do you think about these Bucks? I, um, I think they're overrated. Oh, okay. Why is that? Um, because everybody have um the Greek freak on this big. They first of all they have him win the MVP and Defensive Player of the Year, and I just don't. I don't see that. I mean, he's a great player, but I just think that he do have a lot still a lot of things to learn. I don't think that Chris Middleton is as Good as his contract states, and who, who's the who's the point guard there? Is it George uh, Hill? Bledsoe, Eric Bledsoe. George Hill too, right? No, they play have Bledsoe play the point. Uh, um, I think they're a good. I, I think they're a good team. I just don't think that they're gonna come out, come out the East. Yeah, because you're really high on the um, on the Celtics. Yeah, because they roll out their starting lineup is Anatupel, Middleton. Splash Mountain, Brooke Lopez, Wet, Old Man Wesley Matthews, and then Bledsoe at the one. Um, yeah. So, okay. Um, now, what do you think about the Raptors? I, I don't think they have a chance. They, they were, but they, they were playing really good before the season ended, but I don't, I don't think they will go far in the playoffs. Okay. What about, I mean, I just feel that if it's a close game, Nurse is going to be able to get them one or two wins a series. Okay. I mean, I just really feel he's able to X and O's everything, but I mean, who who do you think, they're down by one, 10 seconds left, who does he draw the play up for? Lowry? Oh. No, um, Siakam. Okay. Siakam. And is Siakam going to be able to make the shot? Because, I mean, he, he took will. a huge step forward this year. I, th- I think, <clears throat> I think he can make the shot. Okay. Um, now, I know you're high on this team. Let's, t- let's talk about him. Ta- tell me your thoughts about the Celtics. I, I have the Celtics coming out of the East. I, I really like what they have built around, what they have built there with Kimba and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. Uh, what what the other what's the, what's the other guy name? Um, Jalen Brown. Hayward. I I really yeah. I really like the team. Um. Also, I heard today that how that uh, Gordon um, Hayward 
if his wife goes into labor, he's gonna leave. So. But but they but they play really good without him too. So I don't I am not sure I'm not really sure if that will stop them from going to the finals. He's he's a big impact. Don't get me wrong, but they I have seen them play without him, and I know that they can win without him. Yeah, he's just having like an underrated season in my eyes. This is one of his better shooting, and he's been great. Um, yes. Great on the on the glass too. Um, let me ask you this: What is your ceiling on Jason Tatum? Like, do you, do what, you what's his what do you think his ceiling is? Could you see him winning an MVP? No. How about being the best player on a team that wins a championship? No. Um, a perennial All Star. Maybe. Okay. All right. See, I mean, I know like this year, I was really surprised. I was really disappointed with the steps he took last year, but he's been on fire this year. And I'm just really seeing, waiting to see like the next step this kid makes. Um, And what do you, what do you feel about Jalen Brown? I feel he gets lost in the mix a lot. Jalen, I love Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown can play defense. Jalen Brown, he kind of puts me in the mind of I don't really, I don't want to say it because I know a lot of people. I know I get a lot of backlash if I say this, but I'm just gonna say it. He kind of puts me in the mind of a young LeBron James. Oh, really? Wow, that's like that's yeah. like a real, uh, really big. Uh, comparison right there and I've never heard that yeah. comparison so I'll give you credit yes he, he put me in the mind of, of a LeBron and, and and I really like him because he if, if nobody guards the best player on the opposite team that they're playing he don't mind guarding him. He, he he really he wasn't missing from the from the three this year before the before the season shut down um he's a leader I can tell that everybody in the locker room love him um mm-hmm. the coach like him so I, I really love Jalen Brown Okay, all right, and then also you have to factor in Stevens. I mean, Stevens is Stevens is Stevens. He's a great coach. He'll be yes. able to, um, you know, get a couple couple wins for him. Um, yep. Now let's look at uh, the Heat. What do you uh, What do you think of the Heat? I I really like the Heat chances. If if it's not between Boston and the Bucks, then I have the Heat. Okay. All right. Playing in the Conference Finals against one of those teams. Okay. I mean, the Heat. I think the main thing with the Heat is just who the matchup is. Yep. I mean, there. I think there's teams they match up well with, and teams they match up poorly with. And also, yep. I was looking at Butler's stats. He's not even shooting twenty five percent from threes. He can't hit a broadside of a barn this year. But I mean, at least <laughs> they have somebody that you know that can make make a play and you know we'll have the uh, the ball in his hands at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And Spolstra, I think Spolstra is another guy that's just under the radar that doesn't get enough credit for how truly good he is coaching. Yeah, he's a great coach. I, I really like him. And it's funny, like, everyone that goes there always gets better. You know what I mean? And to me, that's the sign that he's able to get through these guys, connect, and build. Um yeah. I mean, if they if they play the Pacers, obviously, but if they play the Sixers, that could be a juicy little series in that first round. I think. 
Yeah, it could be, but I'm de- I'm not a fan of the Seven and Six. I I have no, I don't, I don't like them. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that. Um, now let's look at the Pacers. Pacers are sitting at the five line. I mean, to me, this team is really interesting if Oladipo is playing. But like we already mentioned, no Oladipo. So yeah. my bar okay. for them is very low now. No Brogdon. Brogdon's got COVID. Um, and it's really too bad. I mean, they were playing really well. Like, Sabonis was an all-star. Brogdon, borderline all-star. Um, you know, I just I just feel they have no chance either. I mean, I just kind of feel Oladipo's done, too. I, th- I think he's going to leave for Miami. So uh, we won't spend too much time with the Pacers. Um, you mentioned you no love for the Sixers. Why no love for the Sixers? Um, I just watch it. I don't know. I can't really. I can't really put my finger on it. Either, either the Sixers going to have to go with Ben Simmons or um, B. When they're on the floor together, there's no spacing, which makes them put, look horrible on the floor together. And they both starters, and it shouldn't look like that. So once they make the decision between the two, then I may start liking him. I was talking to my old man today, and he he had an interesting statement. His statement was, if Embiid would have played um, in like the late '80s, early '90s, that era, yes. he would have been a way better player, just because he would have stayed down low more. Yeah. I mean, he drifts out to the wing, like, just so much. And it's just, dude, just get under the basket, dude. You're seven feet tall, man. Why are you jacking threes? Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, get under the basket, do some post moves, like, do something. And you're right, their spacing has been awful this year. Simmons has no shot. I think Brett Brown is awful as a coach. What do you think? Yes, same. I, I mean, he's just poor. I I think this team, I think if they play Boston first round, I think because of the size of Embiid and they have done well against Boston, they could give Boston some trouble. But, I mean, if they play Miami, I think they're going to lose to Miami first round. I think they give Boston a little bit of a matchup. What do you think? I think, I, I think they're going to lose first round either. It don't matter who they play. They're going to lose first round. Okay. All right. Um, the next team is the Nets. I mean, hell, I mean, I may go try out for the Nets because I need people. But, um, <laughs> I mean, no one's really playing. I mean, I don't even know if Dimwitty's even going to be suing up, is he? He's, no, he's he, he didn't go. Oh, my God. And, I mean, the funny thing is, is, like, I think they made a huge mistake firing um, Askins. Oh, yes. I mean, because he's such a good sh- coach, and his pick-and-roll with space that they ran last year with D'Lo was, like, great. But then they got Irving in there, and Irving just, you know, that guy's just a cancer to the locker room in my eyes. He, yes, he is. He really is. I, I'm not, I don't see how him and Durant will work together, but we'll see. And the funny thing is, is, like, uh, did you, re- like, Durant had that book that came out. Did you read that? No, I didn't. There was this whole, there was like two pages that Durant was upset about the Warriors crowd cheering for Mo Spates. Mo and flipping I, Spates. I heard about that. I mean, 
you're an NBA MVP, a Finals MVP, and you're jealous because some bench warmer is getting some love from the crowd. I mean, come yeah, on. Right. I mean, he is how insecure. Is that the right word? Like that is definitely the right word. Yeah. Like, how can you be like that? insecure you know what I mean like it just blows my mind so I mean I think that team's DOA um I really I like this magic team I was really high in them last year um with what they did and everything um what uh what do you think about this magic team um I'm, I'm really happy what they're the eighth seed right I mean they're the eighth but they're obviously going to get up to that seven line you know so. yeah I yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited for them because they are kind of a young team. And I'm excited that they didn't make the playoffs, but I, of course, you know, they not, they're not gonna make any noise, in, you know, this season. But maybe, who knows? Maybe in the next few years. Yeah, and I'm gonna be, like, I read that Fultz, um, he built a court, and he was, he's been shooting for three hours. So I'm really interested to see, like, what what his game looks like. Did his shot improve? You know what I mean? Because I kind of feel that he's been playing better and maybe he's in a system now that he can get something going. And I would love to see I, that kid succeed. I actually forgot about him, to be honest. I mean, I think if, you know, they got a point guard, they got the big guy, Aaron Gordon. I mean, they it's an intriguing team, but they just they just need, like, that alpha male there, that guy that yes. can close the game. Um. Yep. Wizards, no BL, no Birkins. I mean, they're DOA too, right? <laughs> yeah. Alright, so now let's jump to your boys. Alright, what what do you think about these Lakers? Um, I just, I'm, I'm not being biased, even if I was a, a, a fan of another team. The Lakers, are, they, they're just really, they're a huge team. They, they're so huge. I mean, you have... Anthony Davis, you have Dwight Howard, and also JaVale McGee. Those three guys alone right there, they, that's, that's amazing. Then you have LeBron James. Of course, he's a great leader. Um, you made the statement that you said you think that it was a drop-off that Avery Bradley isn't playing. I don't think so. They did add um, J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith do the same exact thing that Avery Bradley do, maybe even – a little bit better. He can shoot the three. He can play defense. Um, when LeBron is your leader, you can always get the best out of a player. They also added um, with Deion Waiters right before the season ended. Yep. And you still had Danny Green. You still have the Morris kid. You still have Quinn Cook, who didn't get a lot of opportunities before the season ended. I think he only played like 38 games. Um, you still have the, the, veteran, the veterans presence from Jerry Dudley. Like, of course, the coaching staff. So, I, I think they have a really great chance. I I think the thing that may hurt them the most and call me crazy is that it's not in L.A. Because, hypothetically, let's say yes. it's a Clippers-Lakers final, conference final. Los Angeles is always going to be a Lakers city. Yes. And Staples would all—they would always have the home field, home field, home court advantage, and I just really think that's something that's going to hurt them. I think it's gonna—I think that's gonna hurt every team though, mm-hmm. because the crowd gives gives that energy, and without a crowd, 
I've been trying to picture it in my head, like just trying to see. It's going to be crazy. You're going to hear players talking. You're going to hear um, sneakers scrubbing the court. I just, I don't know. I don't know how this going to be. But I'm definitely excited to see, though. I think it's going to be great. I mean, my my one fear, though, is the um, someone's going to break into the bubble or break the bubble. But we'll get into that later when we get to the Kings. Um, now, the Clips. What do you think of the clip show? They, they have a good chance, too. Of course, when you have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, those two guys alone, those two guys alone are dogs. So, um, great chance. Love the coaching staff. Love Doc Rivers. Love the team. The I, only thing about them, they're just so small because you have Montrez at the five. At the five, you have, if you put AD at the five, he's going to abuse Trez. So, um, they have a good chance, though. I'm just not – I'm just not a Paul George guy. I'm just – Me neither. I just don't – and, I mean, the thing is this, okay? Like, Paul George was dating. Dating. Like, <laughs> Austin – not Austin – Doc Rivers' daughter. And then uh-huh. he slept with that stripper and got her pregnant. Uh-huh. How, you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand how that dynamic's working. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, am I wrong? I just. I mean, Doc Rivers' daughter, she's married to. Who she, she, she just got married. Is it to Austin Rivers? No, no, I'm not Austin Rivers. She just got married to Steph Curry's bro, I think. I mean, that would make some noise if she got married to Austin Rivers, but. I know, I know. I mean, she got married to Steph Curry, to Steph Curry, I think. Yeah, but still, you know what I mean? Like, that would just... No, granted, I don't have a daughter that I know of, but um, that would just be, like, if I was a dad, be in the back of my head. You know what I mean? Like... I know, yeah. I don't know. Um, And then also, you remember those Indiana teams that um, they had... um, they played against the. Uh, they always played the Heat tough. Mm-hmm. Like he, uh, excuse me, um, Hibbert just disappeared. He did one series, and it was because George was sleeping with his wife. Like I just, I just can't get over some stuff, and like that's like really like how can you do that to a teammate? You know what I mean? Like I just, yeah, I I could see the Clippers imploding. As crazy as that sounds, I could really see the Clippers imploding just because of that. I saw the stat where George is, he's 6 for 46 in shots that happen in less than four seconds on the shot clock. Oh, wow. I mean, that's awful. Yeah, that, yeah, that is pretty bad. And he's only shooting 29% ISO plays. And plus, you got Reggie Jackson. Now, I'm a huge Piston guy because I grew up in Michigan. Um... And he's, I don't know, like, he's another ego guy. Like, he was all upset because he was behind Westbrook. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I could really see, like, that team, like, imploding. I don't yeah, know. They, yeah, they, I, yeah, they have a good chance, but I don't think they're going to win, though. I mean, like, hypothetically, if they play the Mavericks first round, I think the Mavericks win the series. Yes. I mean, I, I, said, I, I said that, too. I think that's an awful matchup for them. Yeah, it is. Um, now let's go to this team. I was high on this team at the beginning of the year, but, you know, a couple of the, two of the guys I'll mention later haven't really been consistent or took the this, this step I thought they were going to this uh-huh. year. Um, the Denver Nuggets. 
What do you think about them? They're a young team. I don't know why. Not this year. Maybe not next year. Maybe in like three or four years. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, they just... I really like what they're doing. I like what they're building. I mean, but... Like, I thought Michael Porter was going to be a starter. And he's just not there. There's some games... I watch him and I'm like, damn, dude, this this guy is an all star, you know. And uh-huh. then you watch him at the next game, he looks lost in the court, like he should be in the G League developing his game. There's just no yeah. consistency from him. And everyone knows that the the guys in the NBA, the big jump happens between year one and year two. Uh-huh. And it's going to be interesting to see. Does he make a little mini jump? I really want to see what happens with him. Um, and Gary Harris, like, again, I'm a Michigan State guy. Um, I really thought he was going to be Chauncey Billups 2.0, a six foot two guard, make the open shot, defense can lead, you know, quiet, but people respect him. Mm-hmm. And he he just hasn't been consistent this year. And I just really think that him not taking that step forward, Porter being inconsistent. Millsap being another year older, I mean, Joker, like, Joker, I mean, we both agree he needed to get in better shape, but I didn't think he needed to lose all that weight. I just needed him to get in cardio shape. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you mentioned Dwight Howard, and people forget how good Dwight Howard was back in the day. Is he going to be able to box Dwight Howard out and go up and get a rebound, like, being that thin? That's right. Like, I... (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I don't I, I don't know, like, how his body's even going to adapt to it. And isn't he in Serbia? Is he even in Orlando yet? I don't, I don't, I don't think he is. Yeah, so I just don't – to me, there's – I like this team. And plus, they got my new Bulls kid who hasn't even played this year. I mean, I just feel like you're right. They're a couple years away, but I really like the pieces and how everything's starting to line up there. And let's, oh, not, yeah. let's not forget again um, the point guard, Murray. Like, what step is he going to take? I just feel, I feel they have a lot of young dudes, but with the game on the line, like, who are they going to? Like, Murray. Yeah, is he going to be a, I know he can make three throws, but, um, you know, I just don't, I don't know. Is he going to be able to make, take someone off the dribble? No. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I just yeah. don't know. Like, um, and then... Let's go to another team I was high on this year, but the backcourt just hasn't gelled as I as I thought they were going to, and they obviously lost um, Bajan, Bajan, Bajanovich, who's a um, 40% three-point shooter, 20 points per game. Uh, the Utah Jazz, what do you think of these Jazz? First round. I'm I, I think they're going to implode. I mean, I think... They're going to implode because they're missing Bodanovich, and that's 20 points and a 40% shooter. Who's going to replace that? Jordan Clarkston? Joe Ingles? No. You know what I mean? Absolutely like, not. Right. Yeah, you're right, though. Like, they just don't have anyone to replace that. And then I really feel like um, Rudy Gobert and uh, Mitchell, I feel that's that's a toxic relationship right now. It's beyond repair. Yeah, um, Rudy, I, I, I actually read an article the other day, and um, Spider said, um, well, Dumb and Mitchell, he said something like they're good for right now. I, didn't, I don't know what that means, but that lets me know that it's toxic. 
Oh, for sure. And I, I, I read a quote from the beginning of the year. Gobert was saying the ball was sticking too much. And we both know if he's talking about the ball not moving, that's a dig on Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Of course. And I really haven't even been impressed with his defense this year. Like, I really thought his defense is taking a step back because he's too worried about, you know, scoring on the offensive end. Uh, I mean, you mentioned defensive player of the year, and I, I, I think AD should get it personally. I personally think AD should get it. But I think Giannis has been better than Gobert. I um, definitely. So I mean, I just, I just think Gobert's defense has hurt because he, um, he's just too worried about the the offense. But I think this, I think this team. I think this team is out first round, for sure. Yep. Um, OKC, I mean, what do you think of those boys? Out first round. But 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 I really do like OKC, though. I, I lo- I lo- first of all, I love their coaching staff. Well, I love Billy Donovan. And I, I really like Chris Paul and SGA. Um, so, uh, they're going to get put, they're going to get put out, but I like them. See, I think they can make it competitive, and we talked about home court hurting teams, not having home court advantage. I think not having a crowd is actually going to help them because it's going to allow really? Donovan to coach more. Oh, true. And put and people to actually be able to hear. You know what I mean? Like a team like that, with when you have like Gilgris Alexander who hasn't really been in situations like this, he needs coaching and what to be able to do. And I really think with how good Donovan has been, I really personally think Donovan Donovan or the guy from Memphis should win Coach of the Year. I think those two have done a great job this year. But I think he's going to really help that team. And they're the, they have the third best record. I was reading this. The third best record th- since Thanksgiving. The OKC? OKC, and they've had 42 games that have been within four points at the four-minute mark. So they're used to playing tight games. And then you have four guys, Schroeder, um, Gildress Alexander, Chris Paul, and um, Gallinari, that can get you 20, 25 to 30 points a game. So it's not like they don't really have a star. They just have, like, guys that are, would be, like, a good, like, 1A player. Like, like the Pistons were that year they um, they beat the um, the Lakers in the final. They really didn't have uh-huh. that star. They just had dudes that could get buckets. I think this I think. team is going to be a little, is dangerous. And, I mean, if they play Utah, I definitely think they're going to beat Utah. But I think they could, I mean, if they play the Lakers, I mean, I, I could see the series going 4-2. Yes, I could see. I could see that too. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to win, but I could see them being competitive for a couple and winning a couple of games. Um, yeah, they, they they probably win one game. Okay. Hmm. Maybe, maybe you and I, if they play, we can have a bet about how many they'll win. Let's do it. Um. So now let's go to the team that just seems like everyone's getting COVID nineteen because it's been Harden has it, Westbrook has it. Um, Harden has COVID-19? Harden has COVID-19. I don't know that. Um, the Houston Rockets. What do you think about those boys? 
don't I don't like Westbrook and uh, Harden together. Okay. Yeah. All right. I so yeah. I just I like Westbrook, and I just kind of feel that he's having a good year. It's just kind of like under the radar how good he's been this year. Uh-huh. He's he he stopped shooting the three, starting into the rim more. I just think he's he's had a good year that's kind of just been forgotten. With Harden, it's going to be interesting to see because the narrative has always been: does his game play in the final in the in the in the uh, playoffs? With him having all this break and his legs being fresh, how is he going to look in the playoffs? It's, it's going to be tough. I mean, because I go to a lot of Bucks games, and I was amazed how fast he actually was. He is way faster in person with his fast, fast twitch movement than he than he is on TV. Like insanely fast. Like that was the one thing when I watched Harden that blew my mind. How fast he actually is. Um, and the small ball. Are they going to be able to, um, you know? Like, you know what I mean? Like, are they going to be able to um, compete against Howard, McGee, no. AD? You know what I mean? Like, are they going to be they're able... They're way, they way too small. Yeah. Like, they they just don't have the size. I mean, I understand, like, saying, hey, this is the way we're going to play. But I just don't... I just think they, they should have kept Clint Capella. I just feel losing him, they just lo- lose everything on the glass. But they are getting Aaron Gor- Eric Gordon back. And Ben McAdoo has been solid. Yeah, but that but that's just shooting though. You you still need some defense. Uh, they they're way too small. Oh yeah, but I mean they could get hot and steal a couple games. You know, like if they play it like right like right now, first round they're playing the Nuggets. I could see them beating the Nuggets in the first round if the playoffs started today. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, oh, yes, they could. But I mean, I could see them playing competitive against the Clippers. But there's no way they could beat the Clippers and then the Lakers in back-to-back series. Oh, definitely not. So, I mean, I think this team, I'm I'm intrigued by this team, but I'm not expecting too much from them. Oh, wow. Me neither, though. Um, now, let's look at this. This is another team that I was high on, but I just feel like right now they're too banged up with injuries to some key bench players to do anything like to make a sustained run. I mean, the the matchup against the Clippers, if it happens, could be very intriguing. The Dallas Mavericks. Where where are you at with the Mavs? I love, I love Dallas. It, like you said, if if they play the Clippers first round, they have a great chance to beat the Clippers. Okay. And I love Luka. I love Porzingis. And something Carlisle started to do and I don't know how you feel about Carlisle. I think Carlisle is one of the most underrated coaches in the game, too. Just because he's... That Dallas team that made it to the finals, I mean, Jason Terry was the number two option. J.J. Barea was the number three. You know what I mean? Sean Marion. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. I just kind of feel like he's going to be able to out-coach people in certain situations and put these teams in situations to win. Um... And he, what he did at the beginning of the year is he moved Porzingis from the wing, where he's like, he's just going to shoot threes. He started playing 18 feet and in, 
and playing more more of the center position, and he'd be forcing these bigger guys to try to guard him and just take him off the dribble. And I think that was a big adjustment that he made that was kind of under the table. Um, but Stein's not playing. I think not having Willie Stein, Willie, Cauley Stein is huge for them. Um, and Brunson. Brunson's been great off the bench, like a solid point guard. And he's not playing because he hurt. I, I just think, like, the, with Luka and Porzingis and their three-point shooting, they can win a round, but I don't see them beating the Lakers in this series. Oh, no, they, they would not. But I, I do think they have a good chance to beat the Clippers, though. Yeah, it's kind of weird, like, how these teams, like, match up. I really feel like this year more than any, any year, it's just going to be all about matchups and getting that right matchup with those personnels. Groupies. Definitely. Now... Let's look at the old Memphis Grizzlies. Talk to me about the Grizz. What do you think about the Grizz? They have a great future, but first round, out. Do you think they get into the eighth seed? No. I, 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 Portland. You think Portland? Portland would get the, the eighth seed. Okay. Because, I mean, I'm looking at the Grizzlies' schedule right now. And I feel if they go two and one, because they go Blazers, Spurs, Pellies. If they go two and one in that stretch, I think they'll just be too much distance that they've made between themselves and the the Blazers and Pelicans. That I just don't think those teams will be able to make up enough ground. So, so who do you think get the um? Who do you think get the eight seed? I think the Grizzlies get it because I think they're. I think. I think the Spurs are just packing up so I think they beat the Spurs and then I think they split the games against the the Blazers and Pelicans and then they play okay. the Jazz so I mean they could go 3-1 and one. and okay. if they go 3-1 and one in the first four games it's over you know what I mean I just feel schedule wise it just lines up for them I see I mean and like they're interesting like Morant's played at such an insane level Morant's been better than I thought he would be Mm-hmm. You know, is he going to take that little step from the first year to the second year in this little three month gap we've had? You know what I mean? Is he, are I th- we? Is I he going to? Is he going to come back and be insane? And then Joshua Jackson, Justin Jackson, excuse me, another Michigan State boy. Um, he has been great shooting the three. He's averaging, I think it was two point five blocks a game, three threes a game. I mean, he's just he's his game has took took another step, and you yeah. add Justin Winslow, who in my eyes is Igodawa two point oh. Yes. I just don't. I feel like for the development of Morant and Jackson, they need to get in and taste the playoffs. But I mean, they may play one competitive half, but they're going to get swept if they play the Lakers. Yes, definitely. But I just Easily. think. I just think, like, for the development of those two, that is just huge. Mm-hmm. Um, so now you mentioned Portland. Um, all right. Tell me what you think about the Blaze. Portland, they, they're healthy now. So they, they have Dane McCollum. They have um, Collins. He came back. You still have Carmelo Anthony. You have Nurt. He came back. Um, Ariza didn't go. So they they have six solid players with 
they have they have six solid players, but they also have a few bench players. They I, I really feel like they can make some noise. And I mean, don't forget about Melo. They have Melo too. Yes, Carmelo. Yep. And I mean, like Melo, he can get buckets. That's the one thing. He can get buckets. He can fill it in. I mean, I don't know. Like, are you are you a Melo guy? Um, I, I like I like Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo have gotten so small. He is. Have you have you seen him? I have not. He is skinny, like like really really skinny. So I'm not sure if he been hold up against if if they do get the eight seed and they play against the Lakers. I don't think he been hold his weight playing at three and four, where you would probably have eighty playing a four or Morris, one of the Morris twins playing a three. So I, I think he'd be I think he'd be too small. I mean, I just googled it and damn, he is looking small. <laughs> I mean, he is looking small, dude. God. Yeah, and I mean, like, he just can't shoot the three. I mean, he can get buckets, you know, and he's still putting up 15. And I think if the Blazers do get in, I think that would be the one team the Lakers don't want to face because Dame is so good and CJ yeah. McCullough can get hot. And you mentioned everyone they're getting back. I just don't – I just think they have too big of a mountain to climb to – um to get in though but I I if they didn't have the injuries and they were closer I could I could see them making making the Lakers series interesting let's say oh yeah oh yep now let's go to the Pelicans I mean you you mentioned internet pictures um did you see the pictures of Zion no oh my god he is he has dropped some LBs and he's looking lean really he is looking really lean and okay that's good because he needs to lose some weight yeah he he was enjoying a little bit of that new orleans food too much um (laughs) now what do you think of brandon ingram i um i wasn't that high on him but i'm starting to come around on him what do you think about him i like brandon ingram um i to be quite honest i wish they would i wish the lakers would have traded kyle kuzma instead of brandon ingram i knew that he was going to take a leap it was just a, a matter of time when I like him. Yeah, I mean, I think he's he, he's exceeded my expectations. I thought the KD comparisons were a little unfair when he first came out, and I felt just because yeah. of his body type, he was getting him. But I just really, I don't know. I really like him. I like what I see from him, and I'm interested to see like where he goes from there. But he's another guy. Like he's lined up for. Life altering money, and he's out there playing. Yep. Like, if he, if the Pelicans get eliminated early and can't make it up, it's going to be interesting to see how much they play. And he plays, excuse me. And I'm not really an Elvin Gentry guy. How do you feel about uh, old Al? I can't, I can't really say because who, who was he coaching before? Was it Phoenix? Yeah, he's been coaching Phoenix. He coached the Pistons. I mean, He's just the guy who just gets recycled a lot. And I just, I mean, as you know, I've been known to bet here and there. And one of my things I do is I always take the under in any Elvin Gentry coach team. I mean, it's been easy money. Just because. He just just sounds so monotone. So I don't, I don't, I don't see how the players actually listen to him. And a big thing that's kind of being lost is Jeff, I'm a split. Oh my God, I'm spacing on his name. Brazella. I think he used to, he, he, I'm forgetting what team he used to coach for. I think the Blazers. Um, 
he was brought in to kind of be the defensive coordinator and just coach the defense. Because of his age and his health conditions, he's not going inside the bubble. Right. So they're basically the defensive coordinator who makes in-game defensive adjustments isn't going to be there. And I feel that's just a huge loss and something that you just can't overcome. Mm-hmm. And that's really going to hurt them. Um, now, let's talk about a team that, you know, I think is kind of a team that's a little under the radar. And the schedule, I think, kind of plays out for them. But I just really question their coach, the Sacramento Kings. What do you think about the Kings? Um, I, I really have no thoughts about them. I, I don't I don't like Sacramento. Okay. All right. I mean, and the the, the reason I kind of think they could kind of sneak up on people is they play the Spurs, and I think the Spurs, we'll get to the Spurs, are dead. They play uh-huh. the Magic. They have the Nets on their schedule. And their last game is against the Lakers. And the, at, at that point, who knows who's going to be out there for L.A.? You know what I mean? It's going to be the last right. game. So that's four games right there they could win. And I just kind of feel that, and they play two against the Pelicans. So they, if they win both, they automatically leapfrog the Pelicans. I just kind of feel like I don't trust Wallen. They're getting Bagley back. When Bagley played, they were awful. Like, how's Walton going to handle the rotation? You know, because Bagley's been out. The first, what did he play, like 18 games this year? And the first 18 games, they, he was. The Kings were awful with him. He goes out. They start playing with more pace because Fox was pushing the ball, and they've 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 overachieved this year. And then you got Buddy Heel Heel bitching about wanting to be in trade, bigger factor on the offense. I just don't. If they had a better coach in place, I think they could make some noise because their schedule. Oh yeah. How do you feel? I I'm a big Fox guy. Do you like Fox? Oh yeah, I, I love being Fox. He was actually in my hometown about. Um, a few months ago, I actually, uh, well, my dad actually had a conversation with him. My dad knows his dad. So, of course, when they had that, when, when people had that kind of connection, it's, it's on a whole different level. So, I like him. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think he's, I think he's great. I think he's a, a great lead guard in the league. Um, mm-hmm. Next two teams I'm really not that high on. Um, Spurs, I mean, Nola Markish. I mean, I really don't know, really know how much the, the Rosen wants to play. Um, I think they effed up when they didn't trade Leonard to the Lakers. I don't care. Yep, they did. Like, you have a chance to get – I mean, they could easily have Ingram, Ball, and um, Kuzma right now. Yes, easily. And I think they just kind of got caught up in keeping that playoff streak alive. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's kind of set the franchise back. I kind of think they need to hit uh, rebuild. And plus you have all these rumors about Pop leaving and going to um, – New Jersey, I just don't know, like, what frame of mind these players are going to be in. Are they going to go all young? Is Duncan going to be the coach next year instead? Is Pop retiring or moving on to um, Brooklyn? There's just too many questions. No LaMarcus Aldridge. I mean, that bumps up Rudy Gay to the number two scoring option. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? There's just, I just think this team is going to, another team I think is just going to kind of implode down there. Yes, you're right. Um, and now let's go to the Suns. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I don't even know why they're there. Me neither. It's kind of like, 
it's kind of like who should we take the Suns or the Hornets? You know what I mean? Like because they obviously needed twenty two teams, uh, and they're just kind of like, oh, let's just take the Suns. You know what I mean? I just I don't know. I I don't. I I think with them it's this thing like do they do development or do they actually try to win the games? Development, I would, because I mean, of course, they're not going to get in, so I would just take the opportunity and run with it. I mean, and I like Booker. I'm still pissed off the Pistons didn't draft him. What do you think of books? I love, I love Booker. I, I actually saw something. Um, on, well, I actually read an article, and it was saying that the Lakers would possibly trade for Jalen Booker. I mean, I think. Now, do you think he could be? the top guy on an NBA championship team? No. Well, me either. I think he needs I think he needs an alpha, but I think he can be an easily a 1A type of guy. Yep, same. I mean, and I read this article that he, um, a season ticket holder, had a court at their place. Booker reached out to him, and Booker's been going there every day and just getting shots up. That's good. And I mean, I think that's an insane story. Mm-hmm. I mean, that really speaks to me a lot. And I mean, I'm always going to be haunted by the fact the Flipping Pistons drafted Stanley Johnson <laughs> instead of Booker. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. And I tweeted out, great, Pistons had a chance to get a score from Michigan and instead drafted somebody whose ceiling, ceiling is Tony Allen. And he's not even half the player Tony Allen was. It's just, God, I'm still bitter about that. Um, I, actually, I actually forgot about that, the guy that the Pistons drafted. Oh, funny. my God. Like, and the funny thing is, is the Pistons backcourt, if you think about it, they could easily have Booker and Mitchell as their backcourt. Wow. I mean, just think about that. They could have Booker and Mitchell as their starting backcourt. I mean, how insane would that be? Great. It would it, it would actually be really good. I love McDonald's. I mean, it's just insane. Um, now let's talk about the bubble real quick. Um, there's that guy from the Kings. I mean, I tweeted out the I tweeted out I Instagrammed the photo or whatever today. Um, he crossed the NBA campus line to pick up food delivery. Yeah, I just read that. It is crazy. Now I have to quarantine for 18 days. I apologize for my actions and look forward to rejoining my teammates. How, like, excuse my language, but how fucking dumb can you be? You know what I mean? Like, think about that. You Like, do you really need to order, like, and what did he order? Do you, or, like, you know what I mean? Like, what was so important that he had to order? I have no idea. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, and then you have, um, um, Mo Bamba retweeted that thing about some girl saying that she already got invited to the bubble. Oh, wow. I, I wonder I like, who invited her. I have no idea. Maybe Paul George. And prob- uh, is he even down there yet? <laughs> you know what I mean? Is he even down there yet? It could have been. Like, yeah, honestly, yeah. with his history. And, yeah. like, I... It's no secret that these guys, like, when they go on the the road they fool around and not I just feel that the bubble is going to it's going to burst somehow and when that happens like 
what's going to happen. Hypothetically, the Lakers, Clippers, Bucks, Celtics, one of the top four teams has a COVID outbreak. What happens? Yeah. Do they kick them out? Yes. You think they're going to kick out the whole team? They, 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 they wouldn't have a choice. I mean, God, could you, could you imagine that? Hypothetically, let's say the Lakers are playing Team X, like uh, the Thunder. They're up 3-1, and they have six guys test positive for COVID. I'll cry, because I, I know my chances are over. I mean, you know what I mean? It's just It just blows my mind. I mean, I, I like the NBA is trying to do. I think they're doing it right, you know, but I just kind of feel it's it's going to be tough just because of, you know what I mean? Like, there's so much, you're, you're trusting so many guys to do the right thing. And you, and you look right now, I mean, you have people with gyms, not wearing masks, going to Trader Joe's, not wearing, you know what I mean? There's just, there's just too much stuff that I think can go wrong. That's right. And you're trusting too many people to do the right thing. And I have insane trust issues and trust like four people in my life. And Mm -hmm. for me to trust that many people, I just couldn't do it. Um, so now let's talk a little NFL. Because, like I said, you and I both agree that um, whatchamacallit, college football isn't going to be playing. Um, with the NFL, first of all, like they've canceled all preseason games. So there's going to be no preseason football games. Oh, oh really? I, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I, I read that they, uh, they went down to two, and then I read Schefter said it's just a matter of time before they cancel the remaining two. So p- teams are just going to be at camp. And I think, like... Football, for me, it's kind of like a different animal. Like, if I were to rank the players that have the most discipline, I would – football would be toward the top of the big the big four. And I don't think many people, once they get in the rhythm, I don't think there will be as many hiccups as the other sports. What do you think? I don't think there'll be as many hiccups. Like, I don't think there'll be as many players testing positive as people think there will be. What do you think? Why not? I, I think I think it's definitely gonna be the same. Um, football and basketball—they're both contact sports. So I think I think it's gonna be the, the exact same. I just feel like with football, they have so many. Um, I don't want to use the term discipline, but like during the week. They just have their patterns. They play their game on Sunday. Monday, they usually just go in for a light a light workout. You know what I mean? Like a light workout and get their, bo- get their body right because they're so beat up. Um, Tuesday, Thursday, sorry, Tuesday, Wednesday practice, Thursday day off. Like, and if the bars are closed, where are they going to go? You know what I mean? That's true, yeah. I just kind of feel like for them, it's just I don't think there'll be as many cases as people are thinking. I think I also think that it probably be more cases. I think that it'll be more cases because the NFL is talking about letting fans come to their games. Yeah, so, yeah. That's, um, that's bad. Now let me ask you this: hypothetically, let's say you get a text message: "Hey, I got tickets, fifty yard line, first row, Falcons, Bucks." Are you going? No. Okay. All right. See, I can watch watch it on TV. I know. I know. And, like, I 
I have season tickets for my for the Bucks. I already canceled my season tickets for next year. I'm not going to a sporting event forever. So you you're in the same same boat as I am then. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, with with the NFL and a, the the team, there's a lot of new places, new team. Sorry, new faces and new places. So I really think that that's going to hurt them. I really think it's going to hurt Hopkins not being able to get those game reps, have it be preseason mm-hmm. with Murray and just getting that timing. What And Brady with those um, Evans and Godwin and everyone else the, the Bucks have. Do you what, – what do you think about that? The same. Uh, when, when you talk about sports, it, there's always chemistry, good chemistry. Make the team better, so you're definitely right. And I just – I don't know, like – I love the NFL, and I really hope it goes off without a hitch. But I'm just so worried that they're going to have a spike, and they're just going to shut it down. Um, do you think the NFL season goes off? I, I think it all depends on what happens with the um, the NBA and the NBA football. I think that the NFL is probably watching to see what happens. If the NBA and the, and the NBA um, goes well, then I think they're going to try to have a football season. But if not, then they might just cancel it. And that's going to be so much... Like, I, I was looking at spreadsheets, and NFL is nice because NFL is one of the sports where spreadsheets are actually public. And everyone's talking about how much money the NFL will lose not having fans. But they still make such an exorbitant money, and their overhead cost is so much less. Because if you think about it, the like you and I own a team, okay, mm-hmm. and we don't have fans, okay. So obviously, we don't need any vendors, right? We don't need any food costs, and our power. We don't. You know what I mean? We have less power we have to pump into the stadium so that bill drops i'll have it be a little bit and um our security guards we don't need nearly as many security guards you know what i mean so like even though we're dropping our total revenue coming in because the tv revenue is obviously what drives the nfl we're still you know what i mean we're we're still making so much money it doesn't matter yeah, they can they can stand to not play a season, and they still gonna make a lot of money. So I don't know why people think the NFL is not gonna make money. Oh, the NFL is a money maker, and the NFL. Mm-hmm. If there's been one sport where it's t- totally thrived during the COVID, I mean, it's obviously been NFL. I mean, the NFL draft. I mean, Roger Goodell has a personality now. Who knew? You know what I mean? Like, right? Yeah. I mean. And free agency, there's all these special, like, I really think the NFL draft, they've been really lucky, and now that since they have these games coming on, it's going to be kind of interesting how how everything pans out. Yep. What, I honestly um, think that, I honestly think that all sports, I, well, I kind of battle with sports coming back, but I, but now, I really feel like they all could have just canceled this season, mm-hmm. and, and they, they still would have made money. The only, the, well, college may not make as much money as the NFL and the NBA, but I think they should just cancel it all. See, my only thing with college football is I really feel like 
you not playing college football is just going to kill athletics teams' budgets, and it's going to um, like hurt other sports. Like I already know, like my neighbor, um, their kid had a swimming scholarship, and they uh-huh. cut the uh, the the women's swim team. So now she's not able to fulfill her college dream of you of playing college sport. And I really feel like there's going to be a lot of kids that experience that. And my biggest fear is that college football doesn't go and athletics drop. And now some teams even lose their college football teams. And it just kind of becomes like a, um, like lacrosse is like a preppy East coast type sport. You know what I mean? Uh When the elitist schools can have it. And that's, that's like my biggest fear for college football because it is such a money maker. It is, but I, I do think that they can stand to not play for one, just one season. Teams like Alabama, Florida Gators, Ohio. I, I think I think they'll be fine. Yeah, but I'm I'm thinking of like what about like the Ohio State? Like okay, Ohio State like men's and women's tennis are some of the best programs in the country, surprisingly. Okay. Now, and they have a great facility, but all that is funded because of all the money that the football team comes in, brings in. Uh-huh. If the football doesn't come, all those kids, you know what I mean? What happens to that program? Does that program just evaporate? Because Stanford already announced they're dropping 11 sports. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, that's a big hit. And it's like some of these, like, I know for me, I don't know, like, would I have gone to college if I didn't end up getting a college scholarship? I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know, like, if I would have, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like college sports gives kids so much opportunities that them not having the opportunity is just devastating. And. Football is just such a money maker. I just would hate to see kids lose it because of that. It's tough, but I, I do think that the I do think that the um that college will make some accommodations for those players who who wasn't well. If they do cancel, I do I do think that the college will they'll make some kind of accommodations for the players. And I just don't think there's been rumors about college football being played in spring. I just don't think. Mm-mm. That that would fly just because, um, I just think it's too close to the NFL draft and kids getting ready for the NFL draft and the top tier players would just pass in the season just because they didn't want to they want to avoid injury. What do you think? That's true. It's, uh, yeah, you're right about that. And um, I like you and I didn't talk about this before. Um, what do you think about you think college basketball goes? I think it all depends on. What happens with the NBA and the WNBA? I, I think that's what I think. I hope so because I love college basketball. Oh, me too. I was I was so upset when the but I got it when March Madness was canceled. And the, oh yes. And the thing is, is like, and I don't think I told you this. I was I was actually supposed to go to Vegas for conference week. I have a group of friends. We always go out there and. We ended up not going, and then oh um, the very next day they canceled everything. Oh 
I'm sorry? I said, I know your feelings were hurt behind that. Oh, my God. And, like, like me in Vegas, like, you, you have no idea. Like, I have... I have done stuff in Vegas. I'm not going to say the pro athlete's name, but I saved a pro athlete's life in Vegas and got bombed in his in his, in his hotel room. Wow. I mean, I mean like, my, the stories I have from Vegas, like, are just insane. Have you been to Vegas before or not? Nope. Oh, girl, you're you're not living yet, dude. <laughs> you're not living. I, you, I, I'll go once it's quarantine over. You, you, you got to go. You got to go. Um, well, look, Shy, I've always appreciated you coming on. You give the time. You're great. You know your stuff. You're the first person who's ever come on this. So anytime you want to come on, you're always welcome. Why don't you tell everybody where to fi- find you? Um, on, the, on YouTube at iSports, E-Y-E-Z-S-P-O-R-T-S. And on Instagram, my personal page is selfmade underscore Shia. Shia is S H I A. And my um YouTube, Instagram is iSports E Y E Z S P O R T S. Okay. Guys, make sure you follow her. She's a great follower. She knows her stuff. Um, thanks for coming on. I look forward to talking to you soon. Okay, of course. So that was Shy. Again, thanks a lot. She's great. You know, one of the better follows out there. Um, so that's today's show for july 13th um have a great week and i will be back on saturday and i will talk to you guys then stay safe everyone oh yeah and wear your goddamn masks